Stay with these guys now. Coach them up. Keep them going. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Brock and Saul. That's exactly what you want. Presented by Banner Bank, VenueKings.com, and Les Schwab Tires on 710 ESPN Seattle. All right, here's Coach Carroll. As he said, he can't wait to get started. We got a lot to get to today, Coach. It was, uh, I think, obviously a tough one yesterday. From your view, what happened? Oh, we didn't start well. Gosh, we had so many problems up front uh, in, in, just in general. It wasn't the upfront part of it, but we weren't able to control the pass rush, and we thought we would be able to do a better job of that. And, and uh, really, just I ripped back through it again this morning here to, to just to look at it again so I could help you understand. And there was... Uh, I'm I'm finding Russ over trying a little bit. He, he's he's pressing in difficult situations to try and see if he can come up with a way to make something happen instead of just getting rid of the football. And uh, I, I think something you know that you said about uh, maybe some familiarity, you know, and that, and that comfort that you have um, could help us. There was two different hot situations when Diz missed one and uh, you know he needs to look and Russ looked to him and he, on, a, on a pressure and he wasn't quite there and there's another one on a, on a play action when he's got to get rid of the ball in a hot situation did not take a sack that he could have done and was prepared to do we did it during the week and all that so there's there's some things like that but uh, but in the long yard situations we we ate the football a couple times we need to get rid of the ball and and just give up on the play because it's not happening and uh, not take an additional pressure you know and so that just adds up to them and it's hard it makes it hard on them so um you saw us we we turned it around in the sense in that we got back to going and playing football and we we mixed it pretty good in the second half although i I really disappointed the first two drives you know when we're backed up and we, we came out chucking it and we wanted to see if we could you know nail a couple shots coming out and uh not hitting those didn't give us the rhythm that we needed to start. So it took us a while to get the second half started. Once we did, I felt like we did move it around and got some stuff going. So, so it's a difficult time again, and, and uh, uh, we need to do better. You know, and I need to do better. And, and you know, I, I make mistakes. You know, I, I missed, I misread a little bit of something happened. I was off on the thing I said about Chris about that. He wasn't on. He was on special teams a couple of plays, but. I thought that's what was what happened, and I just misread him on the sidelines a little bit and didn't didn't clearly understand. And so, you know, I just want to give give Rashad a chance to go play. And when when he did, and then Chris never really gets back in the game. It feels like what did you, did you bench him or something? That didn't happen. It just was uh, the way the things turned, and so I miss it a little bit. So help me understand with Russ. Because it's not uncommon, especially in the college game, where so much of the QB run has come to life today, and and coaches don't want to take away that great strength of that playmaking, right? You just don't want to diminish that and say, just throw it away, because Russell's made some of the biggest plays of his life, right, by extending plays and doing that. So how do you navigate that line? How do you coach him? You know, kind of navigate it with Shoddy for the first time, and then most importantly with Russell, how do you walk through that? In some of the situations, like when it's – third and 14 or something like that we don't need to take another loss right there you know because it's so hard to make that conversion anyway so you know we like to take a look if it's there boom take it if not get get rid of the ball and and just let's go kick it you know and then not worry about that we're going to kick the ball well we're going to change field position all that kind of stuff is part of the thinking as opposed to let me give one extra shot to try to make it and then we get hit again it's just the momentum of getting the, the rush building on you is a factor and we would like to eliminate that by not giving them the shots at it. so that that's one and, and that does go right to Russ's competitiveness. Man, he's a battler, and he's going to try and figure it out, and he has so many times, but maybe not then, not now, not in these, and, and keep us flowing a little bit better so that we don't have to take the negatives. The negative plays are really difficult, and, and uh, it just it, it kind of adds up on you somewhat. 
we're uh, a slave to the TV copy is all we can see. So when we see Russell take five sacks in the half, we can't tell who's open. Is yeah. he missing open receivers, or are there some issues with guys getting open? No, there were, there was a couple plays when you know we ran routes that were we're trying to get the ball well down the field, and they're sitting back waiting, and we know that it's going to be hard, but we're going to try to take a chance. We know how to do it. And they get covered up, and so he has to. then he has to make the decision, do I give up on this play or not? And Russ is not one to do that. That's not in his nature, but... We need to get better at that so that we, you know, we don't know. The main thing is stay out of those situations, and, and then we can stay on rhythm. So as if you want to look at, like, five sacks, there's a, there's a hot route one time. There's another hot route on a play action, totally different concept. And then we got covered, and he needed to move, and he got covered, and he got, needed to move and get the ball out and get rid of it. And I mean, throw the ball in the dirt, basically. And those were, that added up. There's four of them right, right off the bat. We got knocked. Remember the time we got knocked back into him uh, with uh, I think CJ or something like that. You know, right in his mug. Well, he got in trouble right there, and he tried to get out, and he, and he tripped and fell. And so there's there's reasons for all of these things. But I, I think the main thing I can help him with is is we got to figure out when it's time to you know okay, not this time, and and get the ball out, and let's go ahead and kick it and, and go play football. What happened on the pick? Uh, he just trusted that he had him. Mean, it had been open together. The corner was back. The Mukamara was backed off nice, just like he's supposed to. And he just squatted on the running back. And generally, because there's a seam route going off inside, the, the zone guys, go, they fall off and they have to honor the seam. But in this one, they were matched up. He didn't have to, and he didn't. And so he just came out and ripped it on rhythm. And that it was just a terrific play and a, and a guess by the guy. And he made it, and it came out right for them. We've, we've thrown tons of those routes in the past and i don't ever recall that happening you know and uh he just got fooled on it how would you characterize the run game looking at it on tape wasn't bad uh wasn't bad i thought we had real good real good shots at stuff i thought uh chris ran really well early and, and then rashad got him go himself going a little bit too which was good good to see both those guys uh, i know that um, it's a little bit frustrating to not see you know all the way through you know the, the consistency but uh I, I think we were we feel like we can continue to work at running the football and run it I, I don't i don't have any problem thinking that you mentioned after the game that the the two series in the third quarter where you threw six times that 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 was on you that you had talked to schottenheimer about trying to be yeah i wanted to get up top I, I wanted to get a shot and i didn't want to, we didn't want to have to miss them all <laughs> you know at all but uh yeah i did i got in shot and i said you know let's let's, let's see if you know we looked at the corners in the first half we'd seen how they're playing we just want to take a shot at and sure enough, the first time they, they roll right into it, and so they lucked out a little bit. But um, that, I didn't want to miss all six of those plays. Now, no, I understand. <laughs> you know? But, uh, but that, I, that was, I, I'm just telling you that's I did play a, a role in that. So you know, so that's happened sometimes. How do you balance that stuff? How, sometimes how, we hit those things and they work great. Right. You know, so but in this case, it didn't work. But how out. do you balance that in general as the head coach between this this desire for uh, for a balance in your in your offense, having some success with the running game early in that, but also the desire to try to to try to hit the big play. You try to bounce it really well, you know, Mike, and, and you try to hit it right, and you try to have a good feel for it, and sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but but most of all, I needed to get, you know, I had factored in a little bit, and I wanted to get away from him after that, and he did fine after I backed off. And, and it was just, wasn't a big deal. I just said, let's go after this guy, see if we can get a shot. And I wanted to match up the right receiver with him and all that. We did, and it didn't work out. And then we tried it again, and, and now we're on third down, and we missed both, both balls, and I think we missed a check down in there, which would have made a difference, and... There you have it. You know, two situations didn't work out right. This one was a little challenging, more challenging than normal for me, especially in the first half, because I love the mindset and the run early. I, I mean, they had Khalil Mack mic'd up, 
and Nafeti came out and smacked him in the face and was just driving him five yards down the field. Posick just pancaked a guy. I think on the first run or the second run, just pancaked just right in there, and he's in his face, and they're jawing. I'm like, yes, this is some of that just physical intimidation. This is some of that instead of being the target and letting these guys just tee off and rush, I want to hit these guys in the face. And I felt like that was starting to go, and there just, again, is not the numbers count. You know, yeah, there's just not yeah. enough of that. And you get to a third and two on the opening drive, right? And I was like, okay, you know, this will be a real interesting call here. Is he cross 50? And is there a chance to, you know, to run it here and continue for, I think, for Jermaine and for Ethan and those guys? Correct me if I'm wrong. It feels like they're wired to want to do that. There's no question that they would they would love it to happen that way. And we're, we would love to see it happen, too, as well as we're mixing. And I think we, you know, we could have done more. And uh, But I thought we were... I, thought, I felt like we were doing all right. I thought that I wasn't concerned about the running game not being there at all. I thought we had what we needed to mix it the way we wanted to. Can you? Can we come back to the Carson thing? I just want to make sure I understand what you're saying. So I just looked at him on the side. I, I, he looked like he was. It looked like he was kind of worn down a little bit. And I, and I knew that he was a factor in special teams. And I just missed. He wasn't. Brian had taken him off on a couple of things. And so because he was running the ball well, so right. he just you know. And so that just I just missed it. And and I, I thought that's what happened when I looked at him. And uh, but it wasn't like to bench him. It wasn't like to. I was disappointed with him. And and it just the plays was the plays came on. We still wanted to see the other guys too and and mix them in and and that's just the way it went you know so it, it i didn't read it right and and when i commented about that i would just i wasn't clear you right. know I, I just misread the situation you, you used the word uh development and talking about penny said you, last night that you wanted to see where he was at in his development how 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 crucial a word is that for you at this early part of the season well, I'm, that's uh, a, really it's a statement of confidence in what we're doing and that we're going to be okay and that we can develop, bring our guys along and and, and work towards the you know towards the, the heart of the schedule and all of that. Um, that's not new. That's not a new thought. You know, that's just part of uh, seeing the guys. We got a, a really good, talented kid. He worked really hard during this week. He lost. He weighed in about eight pounds less than he did from the week before coming off all of that time when he was not able to practice full speed he just was ready to go and i just wanted to see how we do and and uh that's a part of it i wanted to see how we mix to so that we're doing things right as we go down through the stretch of it um but uh you know that's the coach's decision again i feel like I'm, I'm letting you know some insights so you know i can screw up too you know i can make mistakes and i can i can err and and uh um in that case i i liked seeing him i wish chris and and Richard could have both carried the ball, <laughs> you know, and but that's the way it worked out. You know what else was challenging is your defense just rose up. Played really I mean, Bradley good. McDougald and gosh, Michael Kendrick. Oh, my gosh. Like, they were just on it. Yeah. You know, guys, and for Kendricks, who was on the streets, and they were just jumping routes and hitting people, and they were on it. You know, as you kind of watch that game tape, and, you know, some of the frustrations offensively, is it balanced off in any way with what you watch no, defensively? No, it truly, truly is. I, I thought that was really evident, particularly, when, you know, after getting through the film and seeing where I could start to figure out who, who made all the hits and all that. Uh, a, a number of guys played well. The up-front guys did a good job. To hold their running backs to two yards of carry, you know, those guys, they, they're determined to run the football. Little Cohen guy is a, is a rocket, as we saw on, the, on returns. Uh, and Howard is a really good, solid football player. They couldn't run the ball on us and so th- that was a combination of the guys up front who played really solid again and then uh, the backers fitting up right I you know Austin Calitro did a nice job in his first start in, in his history and and uh, for Michael to come in and, and, and add like that uh, but an, it was just a nice collective effort um we would never have thought we'd be playing games with KJ and Bobby and, and all this. You know, you wouldn't think that. And that's frankly, gonna, in years yeah. past, Pete, I mean, you just look at the numbers when those guys have been out. 
everybody points at the safeties being out. When those linebackers have been out, those numbers are some of the most startling. Yeah, and this, until last night. Yeah, this was a really it was a really good shift in statement. Kenny did a nice job to to control the, the things that we were calling so the guys could stay in command of the calls and uh, we weren't able to mix as much but that was it that doesn't hurt us because we're we're a base defensive team anyway so uh, I thought it was a really good statement of our guys ability to hang in and play tough the 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 running game was in command the quarterback added and he did a nice job a couple runs that he did added to it but other than that I thought we did a real nice job what was Michael Kendrick's week like getting ready to play like that very intense a very intense week for him he was he was just tuned in every minute of every opportunity that was there you know he was meeting at night he was coming in early he was trying to do everything he could so he could hold up his end of it uh, and and he felt pretty confident i was con- i watched him throughout uh, the pregame and, and as we started the game and coming off the field you know i was wanting just to learn him and figure out what he's all about and he was very intense and very serious about uh, the corrections and the issues and making sure he knew what the communications were and uh, he was talking it up and and uh, i thought the guys around him did a really nice job to help him you know feel comfortable and 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 have the ability to make some stuff happen what do you think of of that situation I mean, it's an odd situation it's not one that i think the nfl has ever dealt with before is is the idea of a, someone who has pled guilty to insider trading did you talk to him about it? i mean what, what did you have mm-hmm. conversations what was that like yeah we did talk about it talked about it right in the first when we first got together so he could air out you know his, his perspective on it all and uh so we did yeah we talked through it and it was it happened quite a long while ago he realized that he made a mistake. He admitted to his mistake and paid back whatever he needed to pay back as well, uh, showing the kind of concern and remorse that, that somebody that erred uh, should show. And then it's taken, you know, it's four and a half years from, from when that all took place. So um, it's been weighing on him heavily, as we can all imagine, and it's, it will continue to. Uh, he doesn't come up to hearings until in January, late January or something like that. So it, he really knows what happens. So... Um, you know, he's in a very difficult situation personally and very frustrated to not be able to speak out, move ahead and all that. So he finally got a chance and he, he really, he handled it beautifully and uh, is ready to take on whatever he has to take on when the time comes. Is there any indication from the league, a lot of speculation on the outside, has there been any indication from the league to you guys with his future? Um, better off for me to not even enter in this one. You know, there's so much going on there. I, I, but um, we do know that we have somewhat of a runway here until they come to make their decisions whenever. it's. I can't tell you even dates or anything right now. The pick on the sideline, that look familiar at all? On a little fade route, see your cornerback go up there. Oh and, yeah, I mean, yeah. Just... It was it was great. You know, it's interesting how, you know, I've shown when when Shaq first got here, I I showed him the, how Sherm made it. You know, and how he came to life as a, as a young player, and it was all on long balls. You know, and he would continue to play the long ball just like what happened last night, but he just hasn't had that many opportunities, and he hasn't been beat deep very many times at all. He had one big one in the game, but very few times over last season. Uh, and for whatever reason, they went after Sherm a lot, and he just kept turning over those those fade routes, you know. And so for him to get a chance to make the play, be in position, he he has all of the skills to do that. Uh, it was wonderful to see that, and and then to, to get the tip ball, which is great, you know. Uh, uh, that's just playing good heads up football. But uh, and it's I'm t- teaching Trey the same way, showed him the same tapes, and showed how it, you can build a career on staying on top and owning the deep ball, and let people keep challenging the young guy, and you can make plays on it. And, and uh, uh, so it was nice to see that happen. Was there an unheralded guy in that defense yesterday who who did more than we probably would have noticed from our perspective? 
Well, I don't think we missed it. You already talked about Bradley. I thought Bradley played really well. He was he he was doing a number of things in the game plan. He he was substituting in some different situations. We played quite a bit of dime, and uh, boy, he made a lot of plays. And he made some plays as a linebacker. He made some plays as a safety. He made some plays in the coverage. Um, so I was really thrilled about him. But I don't think we should we should miss Austin Calicho. I mean, that, he he called the whole game. He was in the middle of all of that. He was in every play of the game, um, and he played hard and tough. And, you know, that's a lot to command. You know, he's controlling the whole situation coming from the sidelines to convert, uh, uh, transferring to the players on the field. And he played tough and aggressive and made some big plays. That's a little big nickel I thought I saw. There. Yeah. Was there some big well, nickel in I, that I, game? I I'm surprised that it took so long. <laughs> 20 minutes. There All was right. some safeties in there. And I like it. Hey, I got one other thing that's just circling around on the outside, if you could clarify at all, is just some of the interaction with Russell in the fourth quarter on the sideline. You know, just some of the the timeout was called, and it looked like there was some pretty good just not necessarily yelling, but some clarification that had to be made between you and, and the second timeout with about ten, twelve seconds left in the play clock. No, there was nothing. Okay. If, no, 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 other than uh, exchanging, you know, thoughts right there. You know, and he had he had a thought about something, and Shadi had one, and I I was in the middle of listening to it all, but um, it was just really competitive thoughts about, and we can do this. Let's go get him, get him this way, you know, and and uh, and talking through it. But there was nothing. That he was seemed a little frustrated calling calling timeout in that spot, just on the field. Was that? Um, was that a mystery? Didn't want, didn't want to have to use the timeout. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we were misaligned a little bit, and we didn't want to waste a play. And he, he, I don't know that he saw that. He, he, he said, I, I could have fixed it. I could have fixed it, is what he said. And, uh, and we didn't need to call a timeout. But it was getting close, so we did. What, uh, where do you go? Where do you go with this offense from here? What's next for this? We, uh, we have to clean, just keep cleaning it up. And we have to clean up. We have potential to do a lot of cool stuff. And we, we just got to clean it up and get, get more accurate and get rid of the negatives. There's just, it's really a question of eliminating the negatives. And we have to convert on third down. Look what happened in the second half. We convert on third downs, and the, and the flow of the game is there for us. And uh, two of eight in the first half, you know, which has to do with the rushes and a couple long yard situations and things. We have to get rid of those those two th- aspects of it so that we can play. And uh, so, you know, I, we worked really hard last week to this week to try to make it happen. And what that was, what was most frustrating is that it came out after two quarters. We didn't feel like we had a fixed what we tried to fix. And so, uh, you know, that, that just didn't happen the way we wanted it to. We had really clear intention, and so that's what was frustrating about there's it. There's a lot more run game here. Yeah, there's a ton. There, there really is. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, and it's it, you haven't even seen Russ, you know, get out with the football yet, and that, that will happen too. Injury uh, updates. Uh, Britt looked like he came out. He late hurt his game. shoulder. Yeah, he got banged on the you know, on the fumble. He went, went after the ball and got, got extended in a kind of a funky way there. So we got to see. I don't know the, the results. The X-rays were negative, so that's a good sign. Uh, he got MRIs today. And then uh, the group that you're hoping to get back. I mean, we got a lot of names that we can kind of run down here. KJ, Bobby. Yeah, they both. Uh, Judging from how they ran last week before we left, and I know they ran over the weekend too, uh, if they came out of that okay, then they have a chance to, to play. Bobby, I think it's just because KJ's coming off surgery. You know, he, it may be another week. I don't know, but it looks like he looked really good. Both those guys were thinking that they were going to play this week as they were working out last week. So let's see what happens there. DJ should be in pretty darn close to, to getting back as well. Um, I don't know about Doug yet. Uh, he, he's maybe a little bit farther than the other guys, but we have to wait and see, though. Trey? Um, yeah, Trey, Trey was really close. He was running hard in pregame and, and all that. I'll be shocked if he isn't ready to play. So that's a nice boost for us, and obviously. And, and uh, it's it's we went on the trip without those guys, you know, without Bobby and KJ and Doug. That's 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 a first, you know, it's in a long time. And those guys are uh, – but the, we should say the other side of it is – 
the way that uh, Dwayne Brown stepped up and the way that uh, Jay Reed stepped up to make sure that the leadership was felt and the direction and, and, and the experience was felt was uh, was obvious. And now after playing in two hostile environments, loud, those fans I thought played huge roles in both those games, some of the noise they created, you get your home fans. Yeah, um, you know... It, <laughs> It couldn't. There, I don't know if there's a place to start like that Denver thing in sports. You know that has a record like they had. So that was about as hard as it could be, and we almost nailed that one. And then to go to Chicago, that one, you know, we've been there before, we've won there before, uh, and we handled that. But it is challenging, and it is at issue, and you are in silent count, and you are doing all those things that you got to do, and and uh, it will be tremendous to come home. And it, it feels like, because it's like four of the last five games or something like that, we've been on the road, it's great to come back and, and uh, play in front of our guys, and, and uh, I hope that the 12s will be jacked and help us out and give us the, the kind of feeling uh, so that we can take advantage of the pass rush, you know, and those kinds of things. that You, where you, you saw Frank get a great get-off, and he got a freaking sack. Just like that, you know. Well, that's that's what you hope to get at home, and, and uh, we make it really hard on our opponents. Well, if you want to go to that game, we do have tickets. We give them away after every Pete Carroll show. Usually Monday is today, Tuesday at 9.30. Later in the day, there'll be a video up, one of the highlights of this conversation with the coach. It'll be up at 710sports.com slash win. Watch the video, and you can gain more entries by doing things like visiting our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram pages, or downloading our app to gain entries. You can listen Thursday at 8.15. We'll pick a random name of all the people who entered the contest and announced them as the winner. They'll have five minutes at that point to call in. So there you go. Watch the video at 710sports.com slash win. Well, i got to be good at something. It's just off the top of his head right there. That's, that's exactly all that. extemporaneous. Yeah, that's right. can I tell you? Coach, thanks for coming in today. We appreciate right, uh, your honesty as always and uh, the way you uh, the way you handle these. We always, we always learn something. I think we did as all well right. today. Yep. So thank right. you.